Hello and welcome to this episode of the Ranting Atheist Podcast. Today we'll be listening to the deconversion story of a Nigerian atheist who used to be a Christian. Deeper life he was raised in a Christian background and over time he lost his faith, which is fucking awesome. So if you haven't subscribed up Apple, Spotify, Google, YouTube and other places you find podcasts, Check out the show note for links you may find useful, especially Discord. Let us discuss on Discord. Would love to see you there. So now let's go and listen to the deconversion story of Godwin. Hello, Godwin, and yeah, welcome to the story of an atheist. How are you doing? Hello, Hello Durant and Atheist. How are you doing? Well, we did alive. We before say we thank God, but now on our one chance. <laughs> Even though saying we thank God doesn't mean anything. It's just well, like uh, it's, it's, I do say those because it just gives those ones the nitpicky things. It just gives them unnecessary validation. Even when when you say ah, it is saying oh my God, I'm like, is your God that pathetic that an exclamation is what um, brings your God into existence? <laughs> yeah, yes, that's true. But uh, normally, I don't see that as anything anymore. Like um, I've reached a point, I've reached a point whereby <laughs> I just look at some of those exclamations and some of those tiny bits as something that has to do with our cultural bringing. It's more like a cultural thing to me rather than yeah. something that I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's time to explain to the aha. I don't, I don't have time, so. I'm already acclimatizing myself, getting rid of such things. Yeah. What I do, either I say, usually I start mixing up gods. Ah, Shango when? Like instead of God when? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will ramaz that. Do something for me. You know, calling all these <laughs> strange gods of other other religions. Let's since we are all, we are all going mad. Let's let's go mad in this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just like deliberately, what I actually do now is I just say, like, if there's, if there's a need for an exclamation, I will just say, oh gosh, instead of oh god. So it's oh no, gosh, oh fuck. yeah, oh fuck, oh gosh, this kind of thing. <laughs> but we can just can't uh, help it. Um, something yeah, this character, I don't know if I've watched this, uh, is it a series or cartoon? I think it's both series and cartoon. Uh, is it trailer, trailer park boys? Trailer, no particular no. character. Yeah, he wears this big glass. Oh, do you know this kind of glasses that you can you see? It's very thick, very thick glasses. The guy is, his own is always, oh, thank fuck. So, <laughs> come <laughs> <laughs> replace thank God. Everything, oh, thank fuck for helping me. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I, like, I was like, hmm, I might adopt that one. Thank fuck, but eh, that one seems it's too stressful. So, yeah. But the whole religious language, me, I'm just trying to get out of my system to to reduce the validation of this religious, the religious zeitgeist in the air or whatever language they used to, to describe yeah. that. It's just like, more like there's a deep, you know, religion, people underestimate the effects of um, especially organized religion in how, in our upbringing, like when we are young, we don't, as in, is is more like it's actually in all facets of our lives. Like we, it's not if we turn around, we look here, look right. We all we see is actually Christianity. It's more like the world view that we used to see. The view to see the world is like the glass. Yeah. Like more like we have a tint on the glass. If you put on our eyeglasses and you have a tint, so the tint is actually what you see. It's not actually the real thing out there. So, yeah, just colored so, glasses basically. Yeah, uh, more like colored mm. glasses. So, when you actually leave, it's more like you're pulling off the glass. And sometimes, most of the time, you don't actually pull it off at once. Like, especially if you are becoming an atheist, like someone who is starting as an atheist, you don't just pull it out at once. You peel it out bit by bit, bit by bit, yeah. bit by bit, before it actually falls off. So, it's not something that happens instantaneously. So, that's mm-hmm. more like how I view. Uh, especially more like yeah. conversion or the conversion stories of 
um, like fellow it is as well. Yeah, yeah. It's never it's never one and done. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Even if it's a fast process, maybe a few days, few weeks, there's still a process yeah. that you to go to. Yeah, like yeah. No matter how accelerated it is. Mm, it. Yeah. So, yeah. let's focus on Godwin today. You know okay. we are speaking with Godwin. We would like to know more about you. Um, your location, your age, if you are not caught with your age, Gen Z, Millennial, Gen X, what do you do for a living? And okay. so on and so forth. Okay, yeah, uh, my name is Godwin. I'm confident my, my name. Godwin, um twenty-six years, come twenty-six January. And um, I live in Abuja. I live in Abuja. So I don't know if you can say twenty-six. Yeah, twenty-six is Gen Z. If you say ninety-six, it's all depends yeah, on the Yeah, you're right on the yeah. age. Uh, it all depends on what the washing sociologists are asking. If sociologists are starting about this, it all, it all depends on what the washing sociologists are asking. Yeah, ask ninety-six is is that be twenty-six? That's uh, nine. That's what. Let me see. No, January ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Gen yeah, Z, you are the beginning. We are, we are the beginners. Gen Z mm-hmm. or Gen Z, whatever I call it. Um, I'm um, I'm a blogger. I'm uh, more like a product review blogger. I'm also a digital marketer. So most of the time, welcome. Um, I'm self-employed. I can say for that. Nice. Um, have they collect so, you from the markets? Are you are you taking? Are you are you the yeah, single pringle? Oh well, really? I'm I'm single, single. I'm actually you know, I actually find it like um, especially if you're someone who is actually in the you could find it very hard to see someone that actually thinks like you. Um, especially in your so there's some kind of you are actually lonely to some extent. So especially if you someone who actually hungers for knowledge, you find it very hard to meet someone who actually thinks actually like lonely and most of these are fucking horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Uh, so uh, you know, like, it is as in to some extent they they are someone who think independently. I don't know why is that that their independent thinking won't actually bring us together. So there's more like a problem in that. So we are happy that we'll see and it is, but for us to connect in that emotional level, it actually becomes a problem, especially if we are someone who thinks rationally all the time. Uh, I'm considering it is as rational, but they are, I think they yeah, are some, some, of us, some of us are not, not everybody they rational. So that's you know, yeah, that's it's, a, not, it's one thing to not believe in God. It's not a thing to, to have a skeptic's a skeptical mindset meaning whenever new information comes you first of all pause hmm, hold on yeah. Yeah. So why should i accept you give me justification not that you yeah. just because you see some people throw away religion before you know it they don't they do some other uh non-religious bullshit and pseudoscientific and all those things so it's it's, it's not a default setting that because you're an atheist you are skeptical, but at least it's highly likely. You can say yeah, highly yeah, likely, yeah. It's, yeah, it's highly likely, yeah. That's your sense. And yeah. I, I think that um, it is, to some extent, they have to at least come together. Um, we understand that we think differently. We think independently, but at least let's have that cohesiveness in terms of gathering. Um, um, it's uh, tough. Uh, gathering, it's tough. Yes, it's PTSD. Yeah, you know, yeah. bring peace to people, so I don't blame them when they don't want to get that way. It is like cats. You put yeah, 15 yeah, cats you. on in a spot, they go in 15 directions. Yeah, is on the yeah. issue of the existence of God. Every other thing, divergence. Divergence. I'm actually someone that actually subscribed to that. But that is actually our being. That is what is making us not have that strong um because they say that there is strength in numbers so no matter what we're doing yeah, so man, it's working we are consolidating online i don't know if you have noticed on twitter almost yeah. every seven market days or 15 market days whatever like almost every once in a while this become a topic of discussion they drag atheists that's all these um believers before mm-hmm. no one gave a fuck about the existence of it. Like nobody even could fathom that there are people who actually don't believe in God. Believing in God was already a taking. Is either you believe in God, Allah, or one traditional God? You are you are one of the three. But mm-hmm. you now yeah. zero of the three. That is four for error. 
yeah, it's now in the, in the, it's, there's a lot of discussion on that. There's always back and forth. Atheists are showing up, putting it in their bios. I'm an atheist. When someone now comes and say, why do you have to put it? I'm like, don't you fucking put your Christian and put in one fucking Bible quote or you put on those Arabic uh, quotes on your profile to show you where you belong. So we are here like, hey, don't assume I'm religious. I'm not. Simple. Yeah. So it's yeah, changing yeah. a bit. Compared to 10 years ago, it's totally different. At least on yeah, yeah, that is good. That is good. I, I also understand that um, I think social media have actually influenced that the fact. More like if the more you see more it is coming out, the more you see other it is coming out, the more they have the confidence to come out and say that they actually it is. So yeah, exactly. that, that is, is the same thing that I'm saying about um, we coming together as in more like identifying as it is um, overall. Yeah, that's what to have. Uh, there's a, there's actually atheist society of Nigeria, but they are not active online because it's almost like they are Gen X boomers now. They are now waiting for yeah, the, they are like they are, the generation. You know, they are more they are more on the street, and <laughs> these days, I'm not to they work up and then know they work. Oh. Yeah, so, yeah, it's true. It's true. Has it. Yeah. So, uh, when it comes to the religious spectrum, uh, what do you identify as? Is it uh, agnostic, atheist, uh, irreligious, or you don't do labels? Oh, I'm actually an agnostic atheist. I'm an agnostic okay. atheist by identification. I, like in terms of the knowledge, I believe that um, it is that is this unknowable for you to know that there's actually a God. But in terms of okay. my position um, and it is, I believe that, um, that is, I took the belief that I don't identify with in God or if I don't believe in a personal being that is out there that um, actually we actually pray to or some other thing. So to the fact that I don't yeah. believe that, it, I don't even believe that it is knowable. But at the same okay. time, I have to take a position. I have to take a positive position. The positive position is that I don't believe in the personal God. So nice, nice. Yeah, so how do you address people that try to corner you in the agnostic when you are saying you don't know for sure there's a God? When they say, they say, ah, you're an, are you an agnostic. How do you deal with such, mm, such arguments? I, I think that, that, that I think there's a misconception on the issue that has to do with agnostic. It's more like an assumption that if you are an agnostic, no, there's an assumption that agnostic is the middle ground. But I don't think so. Agnostic is an epistemological position. It's an is a knowledge position. The knowledge is that is not there. You don't know that there's actually a God. That is a knowledge position. That is different from an atheist. An atheist is the positive position. It's more like it is the default state. Let's say someone is either someone is religious or non-religious. So is that someone believes? You know, you can't help but to believe. And so what I'm trying to say is that belief is something that happens by default. So I believe, like now I'm looking at my computer and my system. Now I believe there's a system here because I can see it. So, but is is so is the same thing with God. I don't believe that there's a God because I don't see any evidence. The evidence is the agnostic position that I take now because there's no clear evidence that there's actually a God. So the default position that I then take is the atheist position. So I don't know if you get it. So the, I get agnost it the agnosticism is actually what led me, is actually what made me take the default position of atheism. It's more like if there's a God now, I'm not an atheist anymore. I know that this God actually exists, so I'm no longer an atheist. But I know that he exists, but I don't, I, is, I don't worship. If I don't worship him, then that is a different position that I'm taking now. But for the fact that I don't see it, so the agnostic position, I don't see it. And the belief position, I don't believe because of the agnostic position. So they go hand in hand. So yeah, most of us that are calling ourselves is we're agnostic atheists. Just, we're just yeah. like <laughs> agnostic, relax there. I'm an atheist, so let's face that one. Because when when things here is they believe, ah, this one is saying you believe God does not exist. Therefore, atheism is another religion. Just like, come on, man. 
Atheism don't actually believe God does not exist. They don't. God no, there are some things that make that claim that God yeah, does yeah, not yeah. exist. So they yeah, have created yeah. body more proof one way or the other. So mm, that's why I encourage um, some Muslim to actually um, read philosophy. Well, I'm, I'm actually a student of philosophy. Oh, no, that's so, philosophy now. Allah, me, I'm not. You said it because when I meet Christians and they start, I'm like, eh, 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 I don't want philosophical jujitsu. Where is your fucking God? We don't need all this philosophical jujitsu for it to, to show you. All these things is just uh, sophisticated nonsense. I don't. Where is your God? Prove your God. All this um, ontological, epistemological, logical, ontological. It's a headache for me. Headache. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I get that. But the thing is that to some extent, that you really have to. There are some Christians that are actually rational to some extent, whereby they, are, they will agree. That that's why that's why it's good that you said to some extent because yeah, there's a, there's yeah. a, there's a firewall right at it's up to a certain point that you just see that oh my logic just flies out the window. It's all the, uh, also, yeah, yeah. It's for you to point out. Way. It's for you to point out where the where their logic actually fits. So sometimes you need some some kind of uh, as if question. Yes, for this kind of um, philosophical um inquiry and um, questions for them to answer. So let them just it's more like let them just bite themselves. So well, that is that's why like, we have people like you and other people interested in not be everybody go carry philosophy for it. So yeah, yeah, yeah I understand. It's, it's not compulsory as an it's, 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 no, no, it's, it's, not, it's not compulsory. It's not compulsory. The evidence of your God. I'm, I'm basically what I just want to what what I I, I think I'm represent is just the lay the, the layman is it's just like hey where's your god all the philosophical jujitsu I'm not interested where's your god can we prove yeah. your god what's the scientific method of proving your god so all these things are just uh, they are just smoke smoke screen that's what I see all the philosophy when alchemy when you start bringing in what's your source of deduction what's your source of uh, the induction what's your source of lo- what, what does what's the, uh, is it the what's the grounding on which your lo- of logic stand yeah, uh, presupposition. yeah when I don't miss presupposition Christians I shut down the conversation once because once they just start say God is supreme, everything depends on God. Blah. I'm like conversation is over. Get the fuck out. There's nothing to argue here. You have already concluded. You have you have your first premise is already a conclusion. So what the fuck are you talking about? That's why yeah. I shut it down straight. So let's yeah. let's move on from philosophical jujitsu. Let's go into your your religious background. What was it like? What was the breakdown? Breakdown from the earliest memory. To to latest. Okay, um, I grew up. Um, I grew up in um, more like I was born in Lagos, so I grew up in Lagos. And um, at the age of fifteen, I when we left, I left. Um, I left Lagos. That's where my parents we actually moved back to the village. Um, actually, um, growing up in Lagos actually influenced me because. I want to understand about the environment is that time. You actually mingle with um, different um, Muslims and Christians. I have a friend who's actually Muslim. I have a friend who's actually Christian. I also have the like the owner of the land of the, the house that we live. More like if you just move outside, you see sham. You know the sham outside. So yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Actually, remember all those, especially when they are doing their oral festival and some of those. So when we moved to Bay, I like I'm from Benue. When we moved to Benue, and um, actually I did my more like my secondary, my senior secondary in Benue. Then from there I moved to Abuja. So since then I'm based in Abuja. I moved to Abuja at the age of seventeen with my parents as well. So we actually been living in Abuja since then. So growing up, um, as growing up. I never imagined I would actually be an atheist. Yeah, I never imagined I would actually be an atheist. Well, because my parents, I grew up in a um, deeper life. Oh, um, yeah, 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 I grew up in a deeper life. My mom was a deeper, deeper life member. My dad was actually a deeper life member. My dad was actually, he was the rank of a coordinator. He almost became um, a pastor there. I wish I stayed longer, he would have become a pastor. But um, during the course we left, we we, have them, we moved churches. My brother is, too, that's, is that kind of person that I go to 
um, prayer houses, especially when there's anything that you hear, they you see, like there's, there's a slight sickness or if something happened to somebody else, you want to go So, see, I'm that kind of person. And um, growing up, growing up, I, I, growing up, I actually don't want to, um, especially like growing up, I don't want to identify. I'm just trying to remember now because it's been a long time now. Yeah, like the, from zero to fifteen. That's let's explore that. How your religious that was zero to, before you moved that to uh, Abuja. Okay, like from zero mm-hmm. to fifteen. That was when mm-hmm. my dad was actually coordinator in um, in the palace. Uh, so what was your experience? You know your first early memories of how the whole deeper life. Then God believe your relationship with God. What what? You no, know, it's really confusing time. How how did you navigate all that? The confusing times was not actually when I was fifteen. I know when I was fifteen. I'm sure you love to read. I read a lot. Yeah, everybody say that. I read, but. The, like my dad, when um, my dad was in the deeper life and my mom was in the deeper life. So normally we left deeper life, then we moved to another church, more like um, one of those new age churches. The one that will have like 10, 15 members. Let's say someone is pissed off with a bigger church, then go and open his own church. You know, that is common in Pestecosta. When you say so, new age, is it a new age, new age, or like no. Pentecostal, but they would created their own startups? Yes. Yeah, it's more like a startup. <laughs> Thank you. It's more, like a, it's more like a startup. So, like when you're pissed off with your, your main pastor, like if you're in a bigger church, then you just move yeah. some members to a new church. <laughs> you know, mm, that is called. There'll be like a civil war. They'll separate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And separate. Like this pastor will go here. They will not like Yeah, the, uh, that's a good year. So, it's more, so then you can form your own church. Then my mother will just go there as well. We'll say, ah, no, that pastor, he has a dream that this new pastor is the. Is the real deal now, so we should move to oh, this other church. I mean, I don't have to say them. In fact, I don't care because I, you. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have to say. I don't care. I, they said I was stubborn. Um, yeah, I know I was stubborn, but for me to, for me to disobey my parents, I uh, know I can't do that. I know because my dad, my dad, I was in school, of course, and I also have to. I'm still under my parents' roof, so it's not something that I would do. So, um, my the conversion. So it didn't actually happen there. It happened when we moved to Abuja, like at the age of uh, seventeen. Why? Why am I? It's not like we'll get to the conversion. We want to just do yeah. your experience as a believer. That's why I was. That's why I focused on the zero to fifteen. You know, so you get. Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You are talking about how your parents side of the, your parents experience how now i want to see how did it affect you like what were what were you what was going through your mind when all these things were happening around the whole church church behaviors church doctrines you should get all those kind of stuff that's what i'm kind of trying to get out of you mm, yeah like what was happening then if my young mind then normally to some extent or most, yeah. most of the time i don't i did not care because I did not think about it. Like, I didn't actively think about it. So, okay. but when, when my mom said, go to this, we go, which is a go to this other church, we go. So, she's actually the one that was moving me here, moving me there. So, so what, what I actually experienced is that um, I understand that my mom, like, to some extent, she wants the best for us. So, like, when she said we should go to, uh, let's say, like, when we're in deeper life, um, like when we were deeper life, when there was a time my mom and my dad actually have an issue, so then my dad stopped going to deeper life altogether. So my mom and or my my siblings were the one going there. So it's it like there. political school. Uh, it's not. It's not actually political. It's more like something after the family issue. So okay. I, I don't know the extent of it because I was okay. very young. It's more like family issue. So. So in my mind, I was like, oh, but my dad was a pastor. So, like, how would we be pouring? Like, what was actually happening? So, it was a mess time that they were threatening us that, oh, my dad threatened my mom that, oh, let's pack. 
or let's pack and we'll go to the village. You know those kind of, um, especially like when your parents are young, they usually have these quarrels, like when there's a woman that comes between your dad and your mom. So uh, some of you actually experienced that. And um, one thing I experienced also is also like when there was a neighbor, uh, I've forgotten the, the lady's name, who was actually dating my dad back then. So my dad would take her to a hotel. Actually, yeah, we lived in yeah, we lived in then. My dad would take her to a hotel, then we'll come back. So there was a time that um, this particular woman I had that she's actually a traditionalist. So she went out, as in she went to her uh, traditional doctor or whatever they call it. Then she said, yeah, Babalao. So he said that she collected sham. That's why that's what the neighbors were saying. She collected sham to be able to influence my dad so that um, he will be able to do whatever he says. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just after my dad, so she, she barbed her hair. They said that is one of the procedures that she has to take. She, when she, she barbed her hair. So I'm like thinking, so my young man there was like thinking, but my mom is actually somewhere who is always in the church, always going to the church. So then, why come this particular lady? Ladies, um, prayer or whatever is more effective than what my mom's doing. So it's actually having a stronger effect on my dad than what my mom is. Doing. <laughs> then I believe in um, in juju and all those kind of other things. There. Mm-hmm. So, so I was like, oh, why is he having this, this kind of strong effect? So that thing actually has a strong impact on me. Yeah, but anytime I see. Anytime I see you, I'm like, oh, this thing is even more stronger than even prayer. So it's even more effective. Christians are so afraid of juju more than they are God. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's where it actually comes from. It's the perception that the juju is actually more effective. I don't know how to some extent, even not I'm trying to ask why that is impossible. Or why is that side note now, like this fear of juju. People, yes. people can't even pause and look like, why is it every time when Judy is being referred to, it is it is for a negative effect. It is to cause harm. There's never a time it is always good. Even the so-called good, there's blood or, or whatever, either a, an animal or a human being is being sacrificed for that good, which is still evil at the end of the day. Like, it is always bad, bad, and bad. Meanwhile, in the fucking Bible, these fuckers are sacrificing animals, sacrificing human beings at some point. Yes, yeah, glory yeah. be to, to Yahweh. It's, it's, it's so like, and it's traditional religion. The traditional religion has just been demonized and devilish and you know, bad. It's just fucking white supremacy at work, but people have caught up in all the nonsense. There's never a time to do is used for good to help people, like the same way they attack people remotely, they can help yeah. people remotely. Yeah, it yeah, never yeah. happens. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't know, but I think maybe it has to do with the perception, right? Maybe something they have to do with they look at Christian religion as more like a vanilla in terms of, it's more like a Western kind of religion. And they don't actually they don't have to be Western with evil. So it's maybe something they have to do with that. So let me continue what I'm saying. So so I guess, so that um that's that um that period actually it has really, that period actually has a strong effect on me. Like then why isn't it going to church? So why isn't it going to church? Normally in my young mind, more like I'm having this conversation subconsciously. So it's not something that I actively think about, think upon until when I reflect later on. That is when I need to understand. So then we moved from there to another place. Then my dad came back. So my mom actually, so you know, what actually happened is that my mom moved from that church, then went to another church. The church then prayed, prayed, like the pastor was actually a woman this time around. So the pastor prayed and prophesied that my dad is coming back or something. So mm-hmm. and that's it. And to some extent, funny enough, my dad actually came back and apologize to my mom. So I'm just like confused. What the heck is going on? It's more like, is it like a power struggle between the juju and some other thing? So and then I later, I later, I later believed in, so I later have a stronger faith in God because of that, that prophecy that the pastor said and my mom, my dad came back. So we haven't testified in church, wow. like the family, um, 
thanksgiving church that my dad actually came back. So I'm like, oh, wow. This lifting, that means God actually has power, really. It means I have to be yes, closer to God then. I say, okay, no problem. So since then, I became closer to God to during my work, my junior work, I'm doing all that, prayed and some other thing, and God showed me. So that's just then before, then I did, later on, they started again. My dad actually followed around that person. So, uh, I they also are really strong. This time I resume on that person. So then my mom moved again to another church and said, Oh, this is um that is and said that the pastor also pray again and for my dad to come back. So but this actually goes on. I think that is actually one made my mom move from churches to churches. It's actually because of my dad, for my dad to come back. So it was actually when I reflected on it, that's when I understand that ah. My mom is actually someone who is a very is an ultra religious person, and the only thing that she understands is um, prayer, prayer, going closer to God. So it's more like an indoctrination that I've been instilled in her right from when she was um, young. So that's why I attributed to it. So that's just it. From that was growing up from that, that was when when I was in Lagos. So okay. um, later later on, we moved to. Benway, as I moved to Benway, nothing happened. I I was actually a Christian. I was still a Christian. I was going to church, doing everything, but I wasn't that active um, in terms of church activities anymore because I was like, oh no, I was like, what what is happening? It's just that 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 was when I actually met in the like in the village. I met some coppers. Like I met some coppers, some coppers, like about two or three coppers that were teaching the schools there. So one one of the things that I do is that after whatever school after school I'll just go and meet them and discuss. So they give me some of their books. I don't think that they are actually atheists, but I understand that there are some people who read. So they are the ones I look up to as someone who is actually um intellectually um upright, especially when you're in the village. Like if your son will actually move from the city, then go to the village. So it's kind of traumatizing, especially when you have to do with quarrels between your dad and your mom. So yeah. something that is kind of traumatizing. So the only people that I, I can I can mingle with are those coppers because I know that the coppers are not from the village, that people come from the cities. So and um, they usually understand um me to some extent. We actually mingle. And then, so I collected some books from them. I read most of the time. I'm actually a novel fan. I read, I read, um, I read their books and I'll give it to them. They are collecting a new book and read and give it to them, collect a new book and read. So, not knowing that some of what I actually read actually influenced me to some extent, that I'm not even aware that uh, what is happening now. Do you remember so, any of the specific titles? And to, to, be, to be honest, the books that I actually read, I something I have to do with it's more like an erotic book, erotic book. So it's okay. not it's an erotic book, it's a, it's a Western book. I've forgotten the name, I can't remember. So I've forgotten the names of the books. It's an erotic book. Usually I read novels. So when, when I read those books and I am I look at especially the characters, I saw that most of the time the characters don't actually go to church. So they are more like ordinary people like us. So they don't actually go to church. You, you understand these Western novels yeah. that the characters don't actually go to church, and the people even when they are mentioning church, it's not something that they go every day. It's not like I am not like they say every day you should go to Sunday service, um, weekday, week something, or week something. So throughout the week, there's always an activity that has to be done that you have to go to. So that actually stresses me. So when I reach the point whereby ah, I can just make some pennies or some few changes with myself, so I stop giving excuses whereby I'm saying, oh, I'm going out to meet somebody, or oh, I'm going out to look for something, I'm going out to look for work to do, or oh, I'm going out, there's a work somewhere that I have to do for someone. So I usually make excuses during the weekdays, not actually the weekends, like Sundays. On Sundays, it was compulsory for everybody to go to church. If you don't go to church, they will have everybody who shouts like, mm-hmm. why are you not going to church now? Why are you not going? So, any, I don't usually miss Sundays because of the stigma, especially if you are someone who actually stays there because of the stigma. 
But during weekends, I stopped going to church. So at least yeah, I stopped going to church. But I'm just like, well, I was like, I'm tired. It's not that I, I don't want to. It's not that I don't want to. It's just that I'm just stressed. I, I don't know what, what I will attribute it to, but it's more like, I'm saying, I just say in my mind, I can't do this anymore. There's no clear reason why I'm doing it. Back then, there was no clear reason why I'm doing it. I'm just like, is Sunday not enough? Like, why why do I have to go every day, like every Tuesday, Bible study, every Wednesday, something, something, deliverance service, Holy service? So, and then I stopped going during the weekdays. So, um, what actually, it was actually when I come to Abuja, that's when I become more interested. So, that's okay. just, um, that just in between when I was born to 17. Uh, the 17, that's when I came to Abuja. So, that's just it. Okay. So, now let's go into when everything started to not make sense till we got to this point of Godwin the agnostic is okay. Yeah, it, it happened like in 20, I don't know when it's 2014. Yeah, 2014. That was when we moved to Abuja. Oh, 20, okay. Yeah, 2014. So, around 2014, when we moved to Abuja when I was 17. So, as we moved, um, actually, that was when I finished my um. Finish my senior year, so then we moved to Abuja to meet my parents. Yeah. So as I came, I came to Abuja, and by then I, I already have a reputation of someone who actually consumes books. Because even after our senior year, I'm someone who reads a lot. Okay. So when I read, not knowing that um, <coughs> this reading actually influenced me to the extent that I'd not even recognize. <laughs> I don't even know how to put it. Well, but I, I think I, it I, was I, I, influencing you subconsciously, but you were not aware of the influence yeah, until it was too late. I was more like it was too late. So I I was a skeptic then. It's not like more like a soft skeptic. I'm someone who look at things rationally by then. At, at the age of that 17, I begin to understand that my parents are not actually all the time right. That in fact, something that they say are actually outright wrong. That um, you could uh, like, you know, when I was younger, I believe that you get to see through the bullshit. Yeah, you begin to see through the bullshit. There are no more the superheroes you used to think they were. Yeah, yeah. You begin to understand that there are actually people who are vulnerable as well. Like so, any other human being. Uh, hey, they're just like any other human being. So I'm like, oh, okay. So that was when, especially that was when I got my first job, when I came to a job, I was working. More like a mini job like that. So I was working. Uh, so just like when, that was when I had the time to stay away from my parents for the first time. Remember, I don't have to, in the night, I don't have to sleep at home. So those times actually gave me the time to self-reflect because... I stayed away most of the time from my parents by then. I would go to work and I'll come back on weekends. On weekends, then on Sundays and Saturdays, I'll go to church. And say, then we're also going to deeper life. We're also going to deeper life. So okay. I went to church. But when I was going to deeper life back then, I wasn't an active member. More like I'm, I'm only coming to church on Sundays. So when they say that, oh, brother God, would you come out? You know how deeper life is. They say, oh, okay. just come. And you want to come and join. You have to join the group. So I'm mm-hmm. just like, what the, f- <laughs> what the fuck? I'm not so. I'm 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 an introvert. I'm someone who is introverted. So that was then. I was I was highly introverted. So I was just like, why? Why do you? Um, so before, like when the church closes, usually this happens when the church closes. When the church closes, they will meet you. Then they'll say, oh, they'll send one of their youth leader to meet you. <laughs> Sorry, mm-hmm. they send one of their youth leader to meet you. Then they'll say, oh. Brother, we have um, so 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 this. We have so so this. Want to come and join this group? Want to come and do this? Or what? Do you, in fact, where they start is that. Are you in school? They say, Are you in school? That do you want to? What school do you want to go to? 
they will then direct you to something. They'll say, are you looking for a job or some, some other thing like that? Like, oh, are you, do, what, what, what work do you want to do? They will direct you to somebody who, who is actually, maybe, who is actually well off, who have, who have the capacity to give you a job. So I think that is just one of the things that they hook you with, is by giving you something that you won't be able to resist. Then you will be able to, you will be able to resist so that when they hold you, you know that's good, good marketing. Uh, you know that what you know that the reason why you actually alive is tied to that person. So, and I'm not someone who believe who want who usually, who usually I'm, I'm a very independent person. Not just socially, I'm, I want to be independent financially as well. So I'm not someone, and I won't allow a particular idea to hook me down or uh, pretend to believe in something that you no, know, I was a Christian by then. I was a Christian, but I'm not. I'm not that active, so I was thinking. I'm, I'm not like self-reflecting. So when I go to church, I'm, usually when I go to church, usually because of my mom, I don't want to offend her. And so and on Sundays like this, I go to church. So, but then, so when is when when I begin to reject the advances that uh, when they say, "Oh, brother, I want to come and join this particular room. I want to come and join this particular room. Look at your friend here. He's also joining. I don't have a friend there. They know that I don't have a friend there. But they also want, to, want you to be close to everybody so that they draw you in, so that they make you something, something. At the point, they want to give me a duty later. I was like, no, no, no. I can't do that. <laughs> I was like, I can't do that. I don't want it. I don't want it. Because when they see that they're actually fluent, you're someone who speaks, they will make mistake with the Bible in the church. <laughs> Because once you make a mistake read the Bible and they see how flint you are, they want to, they want to give you a position in that church. So um, I was actually on a low key there. I would go. I have so before it was before sharing the great self because in deeper life we don't I think we don't they don't share the grace. I I think you they don't actually share the grace. So before they close it, you already know the time that they close before they close this, I'm already preparing my Bible, wrapping up everything. I'm trying to move. So I leave. Sometimes I'll meet my gates. I'll say, no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm going to work. But I'll tell them I'm going to work that day because usually on Sunday. Yeah. So that is actually a strong excuse. <laughs> a very irregular excuse that I actually give them. So we reach a certain point whereby uh, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Then I was a Christian then. But I know people who are Christians and who don't go to church and still live well off. So I'm like, no. These people actually they, they live that they live well, they are still Christians, but they don't actually go to church. So why can't I just be like that person? What what is wrong with being like them? So then I will this was just more like um me asking myself, it's not thinking out loud. So I'm saying, oh, why can't I be like them? So I begin to go, I continue going to church and going to church anytime I come home and go to church. So sometimes I will actually skip a bit. Not because I don't want my mom to tell me to, or my mom to use well, you know how women behave. They were, they were like, Oh, you know, going to church with you. Oh, what's happened now? Are you going? So, well, this subtle way of trying to persuade you to go. Yeah. Um, so, I don't want that. So, I'll stay behind. So, but later on, there was a time at the point where I have come home, then I'll pretend, carry my Bible, I'll go to church, I'll pretend I'm going to church, but I'll then move. I'll go to another place, I'll go to my friend's house who is not going to church at that particular day. So I'll just go there. Or I'll just go to a joint and just sit down, just watch. Yeah. Looking at the time when they will close, then I'll leave, I'll go home. So that was what I was actually doing. So at the point I didn't even carry the Bible out anymore because I knew I'm not going to church. But my mom started suspecting me. She was like, Are you going to? Are you sure you went to church? I'm like, of course I went to church. My Bible is my phone. <laughs> so I said, my Bible is my phone. So there's no need to well, there's no need to ask for the church. I went to church. That's what that's what I'll tell her about. She knows that well, she suspected that I didn't go to church because I will, and usually one of the things we have is with this morning devotion and evening prayers. Ah, those things are, to be honest, they are more like needles. You know, needles. <laughs> they are more like needles. It's something that I have to pass through. 
every night, especially when we are praying tongue by tongue. Especially like now me, I'm the first I'm the first born of my family, or like the first one oh. the first one. So I'm expected to pray, at least lead the prayer at some point. So after my dad or my mom, and then I'm expected to lead the prayer. So um, so I usually dread praying. I'm so because for a long time I stopped praying even before I stopped going to church. For a long time, I stopped praying. Even in my mind, I stopped praying. So I'm just like, so when the time comes to pray, I'm like, oh, oh my God. I, I'm just hoping that my dad will see me pray. My dad will my mom will see me pray. This night, my mom will see me pray. This night. So when someone else pray, so oh, thank God. I said, thank God. <laughs> I said, thank God. I said, okay. I said, thank God. But at a point, when, when they would tell me to pray, I was like, oh, I'll just do should, 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 maybe on that, on that one minute, so I have to be that prayer is over. And my siblings are like, they support me. <laughs> you know, that's the funny thing. That's why my younger sister, they support me. They, they, just, they, just want to, they just want to go to their phone and start pressing their phone. They don't, they don't, usually they don't care about the prayers. They don't care about the prayers. So usually when they say, let me lead the prayer, Sometimes I even volunteer to leave because I want the prayer to be shortened. Because my dad needs or my mom needs it to take a very long time. But when I need, ah, oh, it is very the prayer is short, one minute or fifty seconds. That is all. The prayer is finished. Everybody can now sleep. So these sort of signs actually give my mom the sign that oh, this guy maybe something is going on or something. So this is going on with me. So then my dad asked me, ah, oh, what's up now? What my or is they, as they ask me if there's something wrong, I said there's nothing wrong. Usually the question annoys me, so I don't want them to repeat it. So I'll just try to make a force, make a force and say, oh, no, please, please don't disturb me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to church now. What is where's the problem? So they'll just leave me alone. So I, I, I choose to be subtle about it. Even up to now, they still don't know. Uh, I choose to be yeah, subtle about it. So, but later on, I, when I made the decision to stop, I, before that, I had an experience, more like something like, that was why I literally recognized was actually cognitive dissonance. So I had a period of, oh, I'm like, this is my belief. This is my previous belief that I hold. This is the belief now that, oh, that is, this is what I'm being confronted with. Like this new, interesting kind of belief. Like, oh, how am I going to, how am I going to reconcile these two beliefs? Like, what's wrong? So I was like, what's wrong? I went through this psychological, like this depressive state, very strong. Look, this thing is underestimated. It is real. Like this depressive state that it is went through, whereby they're trying to reconcile their present belief with this new information that's coming in. So I went through a lot. And then, especially when I was young, I was, that was when I was, when I was 18, then I was actually skeptic then. So at the point, I was like, ah, oh, no, 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 there's no how I can do this. So the point that at the point, I almost become a Muslim. Because we are, yeah, 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 I was exploring. Uh, then I was exploring, I was looking at like this Buddhist stuff and some other stuff. What the fuck entitled you about Islam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so real. Like, like the, the Muslims that I was with, like the people I worked with back then, they are Muslims. So they are like those Muslims that are more like the Yoruba Muslims, it's not like the hardcore Muslims. You know, we have hardcore Muslims. Yeah, hardcore yeah, Muslims. Muslims. Like fake, fake Muslims. Yeah, yeah. The hardcore Muslims, you will never be close. As in, you will never think of becoming a Muslim when you think of them. But those other ones, those ones that are subtle, those ones that look like, oh, maybe it's this one. Like, you looking at them, when you're looking at them, you know that they're actually Muslims until when you interact or when they say they are Muslims. So those yeah. are the kind of, those are the people I'm mingling with back then. So, and they usually read about Quran, you know, those kind of people. They, when, they, when they talk about the Quran, they usually say it in a way that is it's very, very juicy and some other things. They, they share pick some of the items, some of the things that they say. So it's very, very juicy. So I'm like, oh, uh, am I, let me consider, like, am I considering, like, this thing is happening subconsciously, like, oh my goodness. To the point that anytime they I hear the sound of mm, the sound of prayer, 
I'm just like this yeah, 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 yeah. This is a melodious sound, as in, oh, yeah, yeah. It's right. It's actually arrived at that point. Like this is a melodious sound, like Islam. As in, when you're saying it, saying it now, it must seem unreal. But this is something I. It's something that I just can't express, as in um, verbally. But it's something that I felt. I felt strongly that. Oh, Christian is bullshit. By then, I believe that Christian is actually bullshit. Christian was actually bullshit. That oh, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to subscribe myself. Like even we and these guys, we criticize Christianity together. Like me, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yes, now they see all the flaws in Christianity. They will yeah, never see anything in this one. For the point that I joined them to criticize um, Christianity, and even with them, even when we are arguing with Christians. I actually took their side. It's not that I took their side to the Islamic side, more like I took an anti-Christian side. So they think that if I take an anti-Christian side, it means I'm taking their own side. So that's what they assume. So what they need to spread out, these guys have having a crisis of faith. So they need to come closer to me, they need to tell me about the meeting, about them in the Quran, but then I have the Quran in my phone. Even up to now, I still have a Quran in my phone, but I just okay. I don't I just read it for references or some some things. They, they tell me about the Quran and some other things. I was like, oh man, I can't see this phrase for like six months. Six months at that point, as I didn't become a Muslim again, I know that oh, I won't become a Muslim again. So. The, the, um, like the moment we actually was there, was there anything that turned you off about Islam? There is, was there anything that make me like it or that didn't make you like it to finally make the final decision to become a Muslim? Was there anything in particular that stopped you? Or it just seemed somehow that you just like mm, I don't want. The, the thing is that the, the thing that. There's nothing actually stopped me. Nothing actually stopped me. The thing is, uh, nothing actually stopped me. The, one of the things I want to tell you is that the, I can tell you about the reason what's even drew me close to Islam. You know, when you look at, um, um, for example, if you look at Christian Christianity, especially our modern-day Christianity, like Christianity, the Pentecostal um, part of Christianity, it's, it's actually a religion that's, that looks superficial. So it's something that it, it looks like something that just came out. To, just it's more like a modern trend or something like that. Yeah. So you look at the bands, you look at the drums, you look at the speakers, you look at the. So almost everything they use looks modern to me. So I'm trying to connect. I was trying to connect with something that looked ancient. Understand? It's not like Islam was actually ancient, but the Christianity they practice now is modern. It's very new. Especially when you look at you look at the drums, you look at the keyboards, you look at everything. So there's nothing different with with um, these schools back then. Whereby you go to the you, let's say you go to club and you see the speakers, you see the drums, you see people singing, all those kind of things. More like you go into a concert or a David concert or something like that. So that was what that was what actually um, that was what actually make me distaste or what make me despise um, Christianity back then because I was like, mm, this is superficial in nature. There's nothing deep in it. I'm like someone who, if I'm actually, I'm someone who is, uh, when I when, when it comes to morality, I'm actually in or out, I'm binary, I'm actually all good or all bad, so I'm not in between. So I'm looking for something that, I was looking for something that connects to that ancient Christianity that, let's say Jesus, the one that Jesus practiced. So uh, when I look at Christians back then, I'm like, oh, you're not actually a real Christian. If you are trying to be a real Christian, you you, you actually actively practice what Jesus preached. You won't follow money. You won't preach prosperity because Jesus wasn't um he wasn't actually Papa, but he wasn't rich. He's someone who. So I look at the qualities that this guy Jesus, this guy that this guy that they preached Jesus that they preached, and I look at the qualities of modern day Christians. I'm like, oh, this it doesn't actually tally. You are not actually following what he said. In fact, for if, if if to some extent you're actually against what he preached, because you are not like following the trends for you, means Christianity is more liberal. So, so the fact that Christianity is more liberal, that is what actually pissed me off. It means that 50 years from now, 
the Christianity that we have today will be different from the Christianity that we have 50 years from now. The Christianity yes. that we have 50 years previous, probably 50 years prior, is actually different from the Christianity that we have now. That's why our older generations, like when um, our older generation, like people in their 80s, their 90s or 70s, or mid 70s, when they're talking, they see the world has changed, like Christians, Christians have changed, they're not keeping their hair, all those kind of things. Like, mm, they're not keeping their hair. Like yeah, they're not keeping their they're hair. They're wearing trousers. They're wearing trousers, and the way they preach is different. And it's actually true. So the mission is true. It's because it's yeah, they allow Christianity to follow the trends. It's more like Christianity. It's not That's the only way that. Christianity is still surviving to today. It's it, it is. Yeah, you know, to adapt. yeah it, it's more like capitalism. There's nothing different from capitalism with Christianity. <laughs> that, that is just, it's more like capitalism. That's it, that, that is why I believe that the US have, I don't know, they usually have an influence on this. So um so so that was um, so that was what dream so and Islam is uh, Islam is something that Islam is a religion that it doesn't change. You understand? It ain't like if you're a Muslim, it is actually the book that was written that it was, that was the book that was written during the Muhammad time is actually what you are reading now. It's not like the Bible that was argument on that but still another day. <laughs> so that, the that, on that ball. Yeah, yeah. There's there's an argument, but there's no. I understand it. I, 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 um, I, I, I'm open to the proof. So, so that, so that is just um, one of the. Okay, now, so after Islam, when you push so, Islam again, so where was that point of you crossing over to becoming an agnostic atheist? So after Islam, then I, I moved to. After Islam, I actually there was a time I relapsed back to Christianity to some extent. Then I moved to you then go for forgiveness for attacking Christianity. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Look, there, there was you know you know <laughs> you know that period, but you know that thing whereby the dark clause in the Bible whereby it said you can you can insult them, Jesus, you know, you can insult them. The spirit, the Holy Spirit. So. I was like, oh, I haven't sorted the Holy Spirit yet, so means God can still accept me for thinking on this kind of things. So then I moved back. Then I moved back. So that was I relapsed again. That when I relapsed again, that was when I began to read about um, some of this philosophy and um, science because I'm also in science fan. I read about okay. science. I read about evolution. I read about Evolution, that was in biology. I read about um, especially geology, the age of the earth. I read about um, astronomy. So I read so many books. So those books together, do, their works actually influenced me most of the time, or to some extent that I became an atheist or an agnostic atheist. So since then, at the age of 19, I've become an agnostic atheist, even up to now. So for the past seven years oh, now, wow. as I have been, yeah. Wow, wow, been. wow. Yes. We, we just, we, we win our COVID save us. Oh, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> that COVID, do you know for COVID, like, wow. Seven yeah. years, that is, that's fucking awesome, man. It's fucking awesome. Like, oh, uh, the whole that is love that caught me off guard as well to like whoa 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 what carried you there but yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I explored so many things i explored so many things i was like ah. i would explain buddhism i understand but you know buddhism is actually i don't know most atheists and atheists that i read as someone that explored they have actually come across buddhism because there's an aspect of, of buddhism that is actually a theistic nature i think it's Maharashtra but Tibetan uh, Buddhism, that's one they mean, they're crazy. So. Yeah, those one, ah, those one are crazy. They're very zealots and very religious. So, so that's it. Yeah. So, uh, who, who, are, who did you tell your family that you are an atheist? Or your family, you? friends, or middle circle? Like, is there anybody that's your confident, even as you are still being sort of unlucky? Mm, the truth is that I have two, my family are not aware, my dad is not aware, my mom is not aware, but the person that I actually to accidentally told is my, I think my younger sister, 
Yeah, my younger sister is over here. Usually, I ask them Socratic questions, like, like especially at night when we sleep. I will ask them, like, we begin to. My, my younger sister, I think she's agnostic now. I have not asked her because usually I want them to explore and, and get to the conclusion by themselves. Yeah, yeah, get to the conclusion by themselves. But I know she doesn't go to church anymore. She doesn't go mm-hmm. to church anymore. I know I have an influence in it. Sometimes I will. I chide myself like, why? Why am I doing that? I should. Why am I having this strong influence on them? So I don't. Want to, anytime they bring something after me, as long as they are not, you are not forcing it on them, and they are open to yeah, this yeah, I didn't advice. force it on them, but they saw, that I didn't go to church. they saw that I didn't go to church. So they believe that oh, if I didn't go to church, and there's nothing wrong with me, and um, there's nothing wrong with me, so. So why okay. so why the why the force about going to church? My mom pressured them like you do this, we don't go to church, I will marry you, that's all this kind of thing. So church, all this kind of even when she talks to her boyfriend, like her boyfriend is actually a Christian. when she talks to her boyfriend, she will tell the boyfriend that yes, she's going to church that day. But I know she will not go to church. I'll stay at home. She'll stay at home. Even all my siblings, most of the time when I'm around, they'll stay at home. I won't say anything to them. I'll ask them, why don't you go to church? Why are you not going to church today? So uh, they don't have clothes or they're looking for clothes or this kind of thing. They give me silly excuses, but deep within me, I know that all. Oh, they can see the, the stress of church planning because yeah. the, church is the church is stealing out of your two day break every weekend. So, yeah, it's not like now when I have the time to myself, but still, yes, I stop. But it's my siblings now, my, sister, my younger sister stopped going. That is so free. Anytime to go to cinema for one blockbuster is Sunday morning. No, my people are doing praise that Lord. I'm watching. Ta da ta da ta da ta da. I just like yes, empty cinema. Fuck all of you. Stay your churches, man. Yeah, there's that. There's that. There's that. There's that, like, especially at that aha moment that I have, like, there's that body that was, that was actually lifted from me. Yeah. When I, when I actually stopped going to church, and when I stopped believing in if hell or heaven or any of those things, when I accepted that fact, I was like, oh, I'm free. It's just it's more like lifted, more like a mental body off my shoulders, like, ah. I'm like, so I'm free to really don't bring enemies on enemies that don't exist in like you yeah, yeah, yeah. ah my village people hey this guy mm. they, they do for me for office yeah, ah let me pray on my seat yeah, 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 yeah. say somebody has put juju on my chair in the office to collect my promotion collect my destiny destiny snatchers you collect destiny, destiny Nigeria still day one zone I know if you collect better destiny all of our destiny now does me so at the, yeah, so at the time whereby I was I was going through that phase whereby I was pretending to my mom that oh no pretend I was going to church. So there was a time that my mom came to me and she said that she she saw a vision that time because my mom usually some who claims she's usually seen visions and the vision will come to pass. I'm like wow, it's wonderful. And you saw a vision that I died. <laughs> that I died that she started going to church. To be honest, I was afraid then. Because yeah, I was afraid. I was like, oh, I didn't show it out. God punishing you. Yeah, I didn't show it out. I was afraid that oh, what kind of vision. My siblings, they were looking at me. They were like, what would this guy do now? That he's afraid. Means he will start going to church. And all of them start going to church. <laughs> so so I, was, I didn't show it. I didn't go. I prayed inwardly, as in somehow, somehow. I, I don't know if it's prayer or I pray that God should spare me or something, something. But I know that I have this. Solemn, I had this solemn moment with myself, like, what, like, what, what am I doing? But am I making the right, like, like, am I making the right decision? Were you a believer? Was it? Were you believer then, or after you, you had crossed over? Or just shortly when I was in the, I was actually going through this phase, like, oh, yeah, I was okay, just getting okay. them, but I was, yeah. when I was, I was, yeah. when I was, you know, thinking, ah, the construction phase, yeah, 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 I can say that the construction. So I was like, yeah. ah, no, 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 no. No, that stage is a very, very funny stage. That stage, you can become anything at that point. Anything, anything yeah. can happen. You can fall yeah, into yeah. any shalanga. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's that stage you're like, It's more like when you are in a T-junction or you're in a junction. That junction, all roads lead to everywhere. So, yeah, that point where by, if any decision you make, that's where you stick. Everybody, what happened is that everybody became a suspect. I did not 
denied that everybody was a suspect. Even these fucking atheist people, you're all suspects. The devil wants to use you. And you Christians, yeah, yeah. you are doing nonsense. You Islam, yeah, yeah. you are bullshit before. Yeah. You're still bullshit now. Yeah. You Buddhism, I don't know the fuck you are. You're not my business. <laughs> you know, that was just the way. You just be like, yeah. you can't fall into any way. Some people fall into progressive Christianity or progressive Islam, if there's such a thing. Like yeah, you just enter watered down version of their, yeah, their yeah, yeah, yeah. beliefs. I went yeah, yeah. through that phase too, but I know I know to last. So <laughs> yeah, even me, I didn't last there. Like like right now, I'm a secular humanist. I consider myself a secular humanist because you can't just no. become, you can't just be an atheist. You have to take a positive worldview, and atheist is a default position. Well, True. humanism is a different side. It is like a different set of ethics and yeah, yeah, the are just there and they are fucking assholes and all that. So yeah, yeah. But what the secular? I just simply means you place humans above whatever thing that is yeah. out there. You place humans first before anything. Like the yeah, fact that some other people are more. I don't know what they call themselves, but. They don't just they place all sentient life, so that includes animals. Yeah, some people place animals. In my mind, I'm like, I can't sacrifice my chicken. I'm, I'm, I'm still species. Let's solve our human problems before you give a fuck about animals, man. If push comes to shove, there's no food around. I'll eat a cat. I think those are just the most like far leftist, far leftist. Like those are East, those are Western European countries. Those are the ones that subscribe to the far leftist. How do, how do I want to be vegan in Nigeria? It's too uh, fucking expensive to be I can't vegan. Have, I can't afford to be vegan. So I need my diet. I need my complete diet. Fucking hell, man. So that one of the things I observe is that it's actually very easy for a Muslim to become a Christian than for an atheist. To become a Christian, yes, that's what I'm saying. Christianity I, I, is more liberal than Islam. My father was a Muslim before he became a Christian. There's, there's still, there's still a level of freedom you have in Christianity. Your mode of worship and all those, you're not stressed, bound by five times a day. You pray whenever to whoever, however God listens to your heart and all that shit. Yeah, so yeah. there's, yeah, there's yeah. a flexibility. That flexibility is very attractive. In Christianity, yeah. when you now go to see that Islam derived from Christianity, so it's easy to to see that I think I go to the source. That, yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah. Is easy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was good, man. <laughs> it's been a great, it's been a great chat, man. Thank yeah, you for yeah. sharing your story. Do you want yeah, them to I'm find you online? No, have to. It's not compulsory. It's not compulsory. No, 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 no. Not, not yet. Not yet. No, no, Allah, no, Allah. Nothing to you. Nothing to you. Some program. Thank you very much to be your program here. Very happy. Thank you for for reaching out. Really appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please subscribe up on Apple, Spotify, Google, YouTube, and other places you'll find podcasts. Then check out the show notes for links you may find useful, Discord especially, yeah, and so on and so forth. Have a great week, and I'll catch you on the next one.